Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. And we are back for the third and final hour of Sound Off at 109 on Thursday, February 1st, 2024. The first day of February, Margaret from Wood Magic. It is, and tomorrow's Groundhog Day, so don't forget that. Oh, yes. You know, when I was little, my dad was so excited about Groundhog Day, and I always had to get up on the couch and look out the window and look to see in the woods if we could see him. It was just really fun. (laughs) (laughs) We we had a good time. That That was great. And we have a good time up at Wood Magic, too. We're open Tuesday through Saturday from 11 to 3. 11 to 2 on Saturday, and or by appointment. And uh, really appreciate phone calls, 218-390-1312, 390-1312, area 218. And we're up at 5105 Miller Trunk Highway. Um, we've got the nine rooms. We've got our 40th anniversary, 40th anniversary well, it's 42 years now. But we're going to continue giving away uh, our drawings, and uh, it's 40% off a purchase if I draw your name. And today we drew Deb Bannon, Brannon, Branham, Branham, I think it is. And I give her a call, and people are so excited when I call them because they can't believe that they, they won something. So uh, we, we feel that we need to uh, be good to our customers that we've had for all these years. And... Uh, this is one of our ways of, of giving back. So, And Brad, or not Brad, but Kenny, we also do, if they mention that they've heard me on the radio, they get a, a little discount also. It's not the 40%, but it is something no. that you know, all they have to do is say they heard me on the radio. And, and that's uh, that's been happening, too, and people are very surprised and excited, and, and that's, uh, that's a good thing. So come on in, 218-390-1312. And uh, 5105 Miller Trunk Highway, corner of Lavake and Miller Trunk, the big white building with all the curtains in the windows. We'll look forward to seeing you. So 80, I'm sorry, 42 years, back to 1982, it all got started. What do you remember from those first days that you opened in 82? Interest rates were 20%. My goodness. It was the worst time probably in Duluth. I was in insurance at that time also. People were getting rid of the, their, they were going down to one car, carrying liability only because they just could not afford to, to pay the premiums. And all the, the, if they got a loan, they had, you know, 20%. That was a lot of money. And uh, even back then, it was a lot of, probably, it was a lot of money. And those are the things that I remember from 1982. But we survived. We, um, I'd go down to market, and I said, you know, you can't sell from an empty wagon, so I guess we have to buy some stuff, and we did, and, and uh, that's what's happened. But, of course, now I'm, I've got nine rooms full because we did buy things. So you're going to find things up here that you're not going to see anywhere else in the Northland. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, again, back to 42 years ago, I, this is intriguing to me. Um, so you didn't start. Have you been in that location since you opened? Yes, we have. We started out just in a very small room, and we gradually went over to adding, you know, we went west, young man. That's what they say. So we yeah. kept 
playing west in the building, and now we have most of the first floor of the building. We do not have it all, but we have most of it. And uh, it's, it's just been a wonderful thing. We've been fortunate. I've, I'm on my fifth landlord. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing how time goes by, and we go with it. Well, I've been in your store more than once, and I will say this, and you have alluded to it over and over, you will find things in your store you won't find anywhere else, things you've never seen before. And the nice thing about that is is that you can get maybe a unique gift for somebody, or maybe you just want to start decorating a room or a, a basement room, a den, your bedroom, whatever it might be. And, boy, you've got th- endless things there to uh, help people uh, do that. And another one of my companies just went out of business. If people remember the Bavano, the wall, the metal wall sculptures, uh, the crushed glass on metal, I still have a lot of the sculptures, but there will be no more because as of the end of the year, they went out of business after 70 years. So come on in and see what they look like. They're just wonderful pieces of, uh, of art that goes on your, wind, on your walls, but it's crushed glass on copper and it's uh, uh, enamelized, it's it's beautiful. I know I get people, if they buy one piece, pretty soon they're coming in and buying another one and another one, it's kind of like the Fenton glass, it's the same thing, so. Yeah. Well, again, uh, Margaret, thank you so much. You're right at the corner of LeVake and Miller Trunk Highway, where you've been for 42 years. Now, again, we talk about the uh, the name that you gave uh, that you're going to contact because she came into your store. She put her name and phone number on a piece of paper, put it in the box, and then you draw for a 40% discount, and uh, people can do that. That's right. Awesome. Margaret, Thanks. thank you. Bye. There she goes, Margaret from Wood Magic. Really, I can't stress enough. If you haven't been up there before, and you've probably been hearing us talk about this, trust me, you're gonna be you're gonna be blown away. I remember my first time in there, I was like, wow. And we talk about the little bathroom. And what the little bathroom is, it's a functioning bathroom, a functioning toilet, if you will. And basically it's just set up to show you. Uh, the least amount of room you need to put in a bathroom. And uh, Margaret is there to help and answer questions. And, uh, you know, they are the curtain store if you need curtains. Oh, yeah. Wood Magic, 5105 Miller Trunk Highway in Hermantown. Yeah. So, uh 218-722-0839 if you want to call the program. Uh, there are some texts that came in here, and uh, um, I'm busier than a one-armed paper hanger when Brad is gone. Yes, I am. Um, yeah. Uh, this was about the uh, comments, uh, the caller uh, concerned about traffic cams. Europe has had that in place for decades. A friend in Switzerland got nailed running a stop sign, and his son, whose car he borrowed, got a ticket in the mail. So, uh, yeah, and I've heard about those in uh, Europe, but uh, I I guess I didn't read into the story when I saw it on whatever site I was looking at here, but uh, I don't know. I I, I think that, you know, as long as it's at uh, street corners and they're accurate, yeah, okay. 
I'm not going to get too bent out of that, I guess, but uh, to each his own, hey? So what's the latest? Well, um, the latest is uh, President Biden. Uh, where did it go here? Yeah, what is President Biden doing? He's uh, he's put a halt to these new uh, leases for natural gas, basically. And uh, you think uh, prices are high now. What What does the future hold? And let's look at it this way. You know, when we go to vote for president this November, what if Joe Biden does win again? And what will this mean then for his uh, his policies that he's trying to implement and is uh, proposing along the way? What if Joe Biden gets four more years? Does Will that have a, a lasting effect on inflation? Because I think it will. I think inflation will always be high under this president because of the policies he's instituted. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But uh, the White House is imposing sanctions against Israeli settlers in the West Bank. The sanctions come after a Palestinian-American teenager was reportedly shot and killed in the West Bank by an Israeli settler last month. The United Nations says attacks by Israeli settlers have increased since Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th. The U.S. is reportedly getting ready to carry out a series of strikes in Iraq and Syria. CBS News reports that strikes will target Iranian facilities and personnel over several days. The strikes are in response to the attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members. So did you hear that, Iran? Get ready. We're going to attack. We're going to throw bombs at you. Why would they report it this way? We're getting ready to carry out a series of strikes. It's going to target facilities and personnel. Okay. Well, I'm glad they're, uh, they've are they been warned in Iran, CBS News. I, I don't know. That seems kind of bizarre to me that we would uh, televise, telecast, um, promote that uh, here here we come, Iran. We're coming to get you. Listen, there's nothing that beats a surprise attack. There's nothing that beats sneaking up on them and getting them where they're not looking. Oh, Kenny, that sounds diabolical. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's a part of war. And they did kill three service members. Three of our troops were killed. And there will be some retaliation. I just don't know why these things take so so much time. I guess okay, they've got to do their um, their um, um, well, what's the term I'm looking for? They've got to look into it and uh, choose, pick and choose the targets that they need to do uh, need to uh, target. Yeah, okay. So get on that, Joe. You know, honestly, I just don't have confidence in Joe Biden. And I know that might shock and stun some of you, but I don't. And when I hear his uh, defense secretary, who was AWOL, didn't tell Joe he had cancer, didn't tell Joe that he was going to the doctor to have surgery, and now he's uh, uh, backtracking and saying, I should have done that, I should have done this. Well, of course you should have. But 
it almost sounds to me like it's intentional, and then I'll just come out and say, well, I should have done it even though I'm not going to say anything. It just, something's fishy there. I, I'm sorry. It just is. Something's fishy there. Listen, I've got to take this uh, first break here. Let me do that, and we'll be right back. KDAL time is 123, 37 degrees, overcast in Cloquet, 36 and overcast in Canal Park. And uh, let's go up to the Iron Range and go up to Eveleth, Eveleth, Minnesota, currently overcast. Oh, we're getting an update. There it is, overcast and 37 degrees in Eveleth. Jerry from London Road Rental, my goodness, you're celebrating, or at least uh, you made uh, notice that uh, this is an anniversary going on down at uh, London Road Rental. It's a big day. Twenty year, 22 years ago today was my first day in business. It was amazing. What a day. Wow. I remember there, all the excitement, all the stuff. We'd been, we had kind of a soft opening before that, but to sit there and the first people that came in, as a, as a, I guess, young business guy back then, I wasn't as old as I am now, but to sit there that first day and everybody that came in, life was so exciting. And to thank all the customers that we've had for the last 22 years, it's just been an incredible, incredible, Incredible journey. Um, Brad's show, I knew Brad before that, probably through the Vietnam veterans thing, because my cousin's a Vietnam, my, Vietnam vet. My dad oh. is a big military guy, you know, so I've known the community. That's how I got involved in Brad's show. Um, it's been such a great journey to be, be a part of. Now, 22 years later, since I got everybody on the thing, next week we have the ALS Blizzard Tour. There's no blizzards. We're probably not going to be riding snowmobiles. But it's one of those things of being in business for 22 years when you get kind of successful, even if you're not super successful. But life, we're all successful. We have to choose how we give back. So one of the ways that we give back is we do support the ALS Blizzard Tour, the ALS community, people that get ALS, have ALS, the terrible, terrible disease. So this week, what I'd like to talk about, you don't have to give to me. I've raised the money that it takes to ride the tour. If you know anybody that's riding, riding the ALS Blizzard Tour, which we're going to ride it on buses this year, we're still going to do everything because there's no snow doesn't mean ALS stops. we got to still, still keep continuing to help this community, all the people that have it. There you go. Um, people still need help. They still need, we still need to find a cure above and beyond all. If we can't find a cure, we still have to help the people that have ALS in every way we can do that. So anybody you know that's involved with this thing, if you look up the Never Surrender, the, the Blackwoods Blizzard Tour, any of the things you Google them, you can give to me, you can give to any of the people that are doing it to help out. It's a great cause. It's a great event. Um, 22 years of business, I've been very fortunate to have a successful business. And it's one of the many, many things that I do to help our community to help pay back. So, well, um, Jerry, I, I know that I've, 22 years in business means a couple of things. A, it means you work hard and you're always connected to your business, if you will. And you've surrounded yourself with good people. You've got good employees that have been with you a long time. Oh, Nick, that's been with me. Anybody that comes into the store pretty much knows Nick. He's been with me since June of the first year, and this next June will be 20 year, 22 years he's been with me. A lot of people think he's my kid. I hope Nick's not listening now because he gets all embarrassed when I say this, but <laughs> Nick's a big part of my life, a big part of our business. I'd like to thank him for all he's done to make my life and our business so successful. 
Um, we've got Carrier Mechanics that's been there for years. Dylan now has been there for like five years. I mean, they're great people. And so many small businesses, the reason why any small business is successful is because of your employees and your customers. And it's just it's a big family thing. And we've made the ALS Blizzard Tour part of our family. So that's the other side of that all. So it just, it's like I said, it's been an exciting thing for the last 22 years. All your listeners have been great to me. It's been one of the most interactive shows. I still remember 20 years ago, 15 years ago, one of the employees walking back in after doing the show from something, and they says, what did you just do? And I says, what do you mean? The phones are ringing. I says, well, I was just on Brad Bennett's show on Sound Out. And they're going, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me, a radio show? And I said, yeah, that's the kind of listeners that are out there. That's the kind of listeners that listen to Brad's show. So, you know, love all you guys. Like I said, twenty years, twenty-two years is a big, big step. Well, uh, how do they get a hold of you, Jerry? I know they can go online, they can call you, the address, all the above. How do we get a hold of all London right. Road Rental? Simple thing is call there two one eight seven two eight two nine four zero. One of the great employees will answer the phone and answer all your questions, reserve what you need, help you with a project that's coming up. You can stop by at seventeen ten London Road and visit us, or. On the internet, LondonRoadRental.com. That's not near as personal, and you won't see us or talk to us directly, but we will get back to you if you fill out one of the quote request forms. Someone will give you the call back. That's how we do it. So, And remember, that it's also the only spot in Lewis. In fact, wait a minute. It's the only spot in the whole world that you can find rental rub. That's my personalized spice that has my picture. It's got a character of me right on every bottle. Exclusively at <laughs> London Road Rental. <laughs> okay. All right, Kenny. Good stuff. Um, thank you for being part of this 22 years of, of being in business. Thank- South Off has been a big part of that. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Jerry. And listen, folks, it's because of hard work. Jerry has put his life into 22 years of success at London Road Rental, and it's the people, it's the employees, and it's you. It's the customers. And it's all uh, added up to uh, a good 22 years of business. And I've been to his store. I've used uh, some of his uh, things that he has, and I've used them around my house. So, yeah, wow, that's great. 1710 London Road, stop in and uh, see the exclusive rubs that they have for your meats. And you get a Traeger grill. They sell them right there at London Road Rental. Good stuff, good stuff for sure. Uh, we're going to go to our CBS News break here in a little bit at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but in the meantime, I just want to remind you that Brad is going to be off. Uh, well, we're just about going to wrap things up here in the next half hour. But Brad's been off the last couple of hours. Uh, went to visit the dentist. So uh, Brad is going to be out for the rest of the day. And uh, hopefully he'll be back tomorrow if he's feeling good enough. Uh, you know, you go to the dentist sometimes, uh, you know, things can uh uh, cause you to miss the day of work, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how things are, and uh, I'm just not getting any cooperation on a computer thing I'm dry- trying to do here. So uh, bear with me there. But uh, yeah, you know, I thought Pluto was designated a dwarf planet. Well, it was, but yet there's this story out of Arizona that they're considering making Pluto the official state planet. Well, I guess a dwarf planet is still technically a planet, but uh, this small icy planet was discovered in 1930 by an astronomer at Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff who named it Pluto 
after the Roman god of the underworld. Uh, This came at the suggestion of his granddaughter. Yeah, now this story doesn't name who that astronomer was. On Wednesday, that was yesterday, a bill passed through an Arizona House committee that would designate Pluto the state planet of Arizona. The bill needs to go through two more votes before it reaches the governor's desk. Yeah, how do you vote that down? No, we're not going to have that. So look for Arizona to uh, pass legislation, uh, pass a bill that will make Pluto the state planet of Arizona. Well, it was discovered uh, by an astronomer in Flagstaff, Arizona, so I guess that is fitting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things here that uh, I'm trying to sift through at the same time. I've got other duties that I've got to do. Bear with me. Um, 218-722 if you want to jump in here, but I'm going to go to CBS News. We'll be right back. Updates brought to you by Lady O'Collins Emporium, 31 West Superior Street, a place of magic in downtown Duluth. 722-2240. That's Lady O'Collins Emporium. KDAL time is 134. Weather brought to you by Lady O'Collins Emporium, 37 degrees in Eveleth, Minnesota. This afternoon, mostly cloudy. And uh, we might have seen the high temperature at 37 in Eveleth tonight. Mostly cloudy, 23 for an overnight low. Tomorrow, Friday, decreasing clouds, decreasing clouds, 35. So we're going to stay relatively mild, above normal. Friday night, mostly clear, 21. And Saturday, Eveleth, 39 degrees and partly sunny. And how about Sunday? Mostly sunny and 43 in Eveleth, Minnesota. So most of the Iron Range are going to be very mild this weekend. Even looking down in Hayward at Sawyer County Airport, KHYR, 37 degrees and overcast. Very mild today, 40 for a high, 22 for an overnight low. Tomorrow, Hayward, sunny, 40. How about Saturday, sunny and 44. You want to go higher? Okay, Sunday, sunny, 49 in Hayward. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Man, oh, man, we set a slug of records yesterday. 53 in International Falls. My goodness, 53 in Brainerd, 50 in Hibbing yesterday. Ashland, 44. Not a record in Ashland yesterday, but mild nonetheless at 44. Minneapolis, 55 yesterday, a record. 55 in St. Cloud, these are records. 51, Grand Forks, Eau Claire, 52. Marquette, 47. So on and on, uh, the records were shattered yesterday, and this mild weather continues. And, um, boy, I'll tell you, we're uh, below normal now on the precip. We're down about a two-tenths of an inch um, so far this year. Uh, today is, what, February 1st? Uh, yeah, this is the 32nd day of the year. 49, the record high for February 1st back in 1931. Record low that chilly, chilly 1996 uh, cold snap brought 33 below zero here in Duluth on February 1st. And then we'll talk more about it tomorrow. But February 2nd, Tower, Minnesota, minus 60. That's air temp. 
uh, back in 1996 on February 2nd, and Duluth got down to 39 below on that day. And uh, sunset tonight, 5-11. Sunset in Duluth tonight is 5-11. So let's go to the phones. We've got a caller on hold. Uh, good afternoon. Who is this? I'm calling from the eastern suburb at Twig. Pierre, how are you? I'm saluting you. Why? Well, why not? Okay, I got drafted as a kid, but I got a couple points. Really important to me, I've had it happen twice. When you drive in the dark, count on every vehicle to have a trailer with no lights. It's very rare, but it'll scare the hell out of you. So it's a safety issue. Well, they're supposed to have lights. I, that's correct. I, I'm fully aware. Uh, working lights. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm aware. But now the other one is the duration of something that's built is important to me. So if the bridge is wore out at 60 years old, what is the duration on the East Coast? They have many tunnels, like the Chesapeake Bay Tunnel goes underneath instead of having a bridge. New the York, duration. Yeah, New York City. They have uh, the oh, Lincoln and oh, Holland right, tunnels. So where if you go up Central Avenue yeah. and take a left and go where the Arrowhead Bridge is, there's not much ship traffic. I don't know how far it is to the bedrock, and the same could be where the, the high bridge is. Yeah. But there's ship traffic where the high bridge is, but upstream, if you went by off where Coca-Cola is and whatever, yeah. off, co- off um, Central Avenue, where the old Arrowhead Bridge was, to make a tunnel underneath there, and that, and come out right on Belknap and go right downtown Superior. Well, that's interesting. And I know a tunnel was proposed where the aerial lift bridge is. They did consider a tunnel. I don't know why they didn't. I would imagine engineers looked into that, but, uh, huh. Well, they said the cost. But if the cost of duration lasts longer than 60 years, these other ones they know on the East Coast, for example, if they lasted longer the duration... And then we don't have to have salt on the bridge and that, and saving on salt and pollution that way. Well, that's interesting. Would they salt the tunnel? I don't think so. No, they'd have to salt up to the entrances and that oh, might... Correct, correct, that's yeah. correct, I'm sure. Huh. After you're down in the half-mile distance or whatever, there'd yeah. be less salt. And I really like hearing different people that call in, Yes. rarely, some of them. But I'm still got update. I want to update on... Uh, our buddy Davy Jones, if he really did pass or not. Davy passed away. He passed away in June of last year. Was he at the VA in the cities then? Well, I believe he was buried at Fort Snelling, but don't quote me on that. But I think that's where you'll find Dave uh, Davy Jones, so somebody can look into that and confirm that. Um, but, yeah. He was very enjoyable person to give his comment all over the place on things. Oh, we miss him. We miss a lot of the callers that have gone on to... Uh, well, we hope that they're uh, up and not down. Well, what I'm what I'm alluding to is his personal perspective yeah. of things and a different viewpoint to get our attention to sometimes. Absolutely, and, absolutely, so, Pierre. And um, this Lake Superior thing, dumping our raw sewage in sewage, even they try that same raw. That's down at uh, down at in the cities. They're in St. Paul. They're dumping raw sewage in the. Mississippi River. But here, when you flush the toilet at Black Bear, it goes down and gets filtered and dumped in the bay. 
Most aren't aware of it. No, 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 no. Yeah, if you flush the toilet at Black Bear, their sewer goes all the way down, gets filtered, and goes dumps in the bay. Well, yeah, but they're connected to WLSSD. That's what I mean. They yeah. call it filtering. Got it. Okay. And the other one is um, all the garbage from here all the way to Canada is dumped at Moccasin Mike Boulevard over in Wisconsin. That was supposed to be all shut down in 2016. No more. That's, you know, six years, many years ago already. And they're supposed to find a hole in Minnesota so we don't have to keep paying Wisconsin extra money to balance their budget. Because they did that already to us a few years back. At Moccasin Mike. Right. And they had a fire there like two years ago. Yeah. Also, kind of like hidden, like, oh, nothing's going on over here. They're right next to the lake. They shouldn't dump sewer uh, garbage next to there. And then there's another landfill between that one and the lake, an old landfill. Yeah. Yeah, no. Build, find a hole in Minnesota and fill it. So that's my input. But more important about that driving after dark, it'll scare the heck out of you. It rarely happens, but it happens. Thanks, Pierre. So that's my input, and God bless everybody. See you next time. I'll hey, listen. Amen. Yeah, on that trailer thing, uh, get those lights working. Uh, brake lights, tail lights, signal lights on your trailer. Make sure they're working. And just because your car can go or your truck can go 70 miles an hour while trailering, that's just not a safe speed. It just isn't. Um, I'll just leave it at that. 1900. Yeah, the year 1900. 100. Wow. 124 years ago. Jeez. Eastman Kodak Company introduced the $1 Brownie box camera. You've seen these. They're just a square box. They've got a couple of openings and uh, some a handle maybe, and they were a dollar. And it introduced a lot of people to uh, still photography. Um, the photographs uh, weren't uh, what we might uh, expect from today's camera use, but uh, they were fairly decent. You had the roll film, you know, that you uh, put in there. and uh, But anyways, on this day in 1900, Eastman Kodak Company introduced the $1 Brownie box camera. I have a camera that my uncle uh, gave to me that was my great-grandpa's camera. And it's it's not a Brownie. Um, it's not a Kodak. I'm not, well, I'm not sure what the brand is. But looking at the Brownie, looking at a picture of it, uh, the, uh, the outside, the uh, casing, if you will, looks very similar to the camera I have, just a different shape. Yeah. 1919, oh, yeah, have you had the root beer? Yeah, it's good root beer. The first Miss America was crowned in New York City, February 1st, 1919. Also in New York City, 1913, Grand Central Terminal, also known as Grand Central Station, opened in NYC on this day in 1913. It was the largest train station in the world you know i've never been i've been to new york city twice and i never got to a grand central station i just never thought of going there so 
you know, now I've got to go to New York City and do it again to see Grand Central Station. I've seen a lot of photographs, and it really looks like an amazing place, but I've never been there. Yeah. Uh, what else? Well, oh, geez, we've got to get our final break in here, so we'll do that. And uh, Brad will be back tomorrow, and uh, we'll get uh, caught up on his trip to the dentist. Might be in the dental chair right now. And we hope things go well for Brad. So let's take this final break, and we'll be right back. On the way, after more delays than NASA cares to count, this morning it looked as though they were not going to be able to get off. One minute, 15 seconds. Velocity, 2,900 feet per second. Altitude, 9 nautical miles. Downrange distance, 7 nautical miles. Looks like a couple of the uh, solid rocket boosters uh, blew away from the side of the shuttle in an explosion. Well, that's audio from the explosion of the uh, NASA's Challenger, but uh, that's not what I was looking for, and I do apologize for that. Uh, it was on this day in 2003 that the uh, that the explosion of the space shuttle Columbia exploded while re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. All seven astronauts on board were killed. Remember that? It was uh, approaching. It was coming back, and it uh, got into the atmosphere, and they later determined some of the tiles were missing, allowed the uh, extreme heat to penetrate and get inside and cause the uh, destruction of the space shuttle Columbia. Yeah. On this day in 2003, while re-entering the Earth's atmosphere, a tragic day. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, that really was something because we were able to watch it and see. And there's so many videos now. But I do apologize that that video that I wanted to get up there, I just wasn't able to get to. So, All right. Oh, yeah. So winter storm warnings in effect for California. Yeah, a lot of heavy snow is going to blanket the Sierras and... Uh, they're going to be getting a lot of rain, a lot of snow, and so that's good for California and for those uh, water tables, if you will, out in that uh, in that area around uh, California, the Sierra Mountain Range. 34 degrees right here in Duluth now at the National Weather Service, 35 in Canal Park. And those winds are kicking out of the northeast now. My goodness, we've had an increase might see some white caps out there. It's choppy, so uh, the winds are kicking out of the northeast. 12 knots, so yeah, about 13, 14 miles an hour, and uh, 35 degrees at Canal Park. Yeah, so um, we're going to wrap things up here and get into the uh, top of the hour news and then go into Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. No wild hockey uh, in the foreseeable future. Yeah, we're not going to go to wild hockey until Wednesday the 7th. Wednesday the 7th, the wild will be at Chicago. That's an 8.30 start, 8.30 p.m. And, of course, wild hockey on 7.10 a.m., the game. Uh, sports here on uh, 7, I'm sorry, 6.10 a.m. Well, I don't have anything uh, that's uh, coming up here in the foreseeable future. I don't have my list, but... Uh, we are home to Timberwolves basketball, gopher, sports, and, of course, UMD hockey. And uh, we do have UMD hockey coming up, UMD men bulldogs, 
uh, will be uh, playing this uh, weekend. I believe it's this weekend. Uh, let's see. I've got all the stuff here. Uh, um, yeah, they're going to be, uh, what is it here? <laughs> At Omaha. Bruce will be in Omaha this Friday and Saturday as the men uh, take on the Mavericks of Omaha. 7.30 drop of the puck on Friday night. 7 p.m. drop of the puck on Saturday. UMD in Omaha. And uh, Bulldogs had a nice sweep of Miami, of Ohio, last weekend at Amsoil Arena. That was nice. So you can uh, listen to Bulldog Hockey here again. Friday, 7.30 drop of the puck. And Saturday, 7 o'clock. Yeah. And Brusiski with the call on UMD Hockey. Oh, my goodness. I uh, I feel bad that I queued up that wrong uh, audio for, I thought it was Columbia. It was Challenger, so I do apologize for that. Yeah. Do you like this weather? It's extremely mild. I like it. <laughs> but, I mean, how can you say you can't? I mean, our fuel bills are going to uh, be relatively uh, modest because of this. And so that's good. And it's just easier on the body and on the car when we have mild temperatures like this. And we are well above normal. But I still say we're going to pay the price. We're still going to pay the price. Will we get more snow? Yes, we will get more snow. And um, we're going to have to deal with another spring thaw. Uh, how much more snow will we, will we get? Who knows? We just have to wait and see how much we're going to get. But uh, I, I just, do I wish it was colder? In a way, I kind of do. It's just that time of the year and... And I really feel for businesses, companies, people in general that depend on snow. Uh, Ski hills can make snow. Spirit Mountain and Montalac, they can make snow for their their customers, if you will. But people that sell snowmobiles or snowblowers, they can't make snow. So it's hurt them businesses. Uh, It hasn't been good for them, and that's not good. It's winter. We should be able to have winter and enjoy winter and appreciate winter, and it's kind of difficult now, but uh, we're going to have to deal with two spring melts, two flu seasons, and two allergy seasons. And I chuckle only because I think there might be some reality to that. Oh, geez, yeah. But uh, we're not going to be as warm today as yesterday, but nonetheless above normal. Uh, 35 in Canal Park, uh, normal high for this time of the year, 21. So, yeah, well above normal. One year ago today, the high was 7, and the low was 13 below. And, again, the record low for this day, February 1st, 1996, minus 33 degrees. Geez, I remember where I was living. I remember I was working downtown, and uh, that was uh, some pretty um, pretty severe weather that we had uh, and tomorrow will be the uh, the record is 39 below. Yep. 
So I'm so glad that you were able to spend some time this afternoon with us and this morning with Brad as well. Uh, let's check the text line. Anything come across there? No. Okay. So we're going to clear out that text line and uh, do it again tomorrow. But uh, again, check out the podcast, kdal610.com. Click on the podcast. There's a variety of them to choose from there. You've got Bruce Siski's got his podcast, the KDAL Morning Show with Neil and Dave, and uh, the Funtime Polka, the real estate show. Uh, it's all there, Talk of the Town with Tracy Lundine. So there's a variety of podcasts you can listen to at our website, kdal610.com. But we want you to listen to Sound Off and do that. Yeah, because all that is uh, there for you to listen to at your convenience. And we hope that you will do that. Yeah, well, according to the National Weather Service, there is a small craft advisory for uh, shoreline uh, cities from Duluth, basically up to Cook County and along uh, pretty much the entire south shore all the way over into Michigan on Lake Superior, small craft advisory, so keep that in mind. And uh, we're going to be relatively mild. We might see some drizzle. I don't see any drizzle right now, but it is in the forecast that there could be some slight uh, a slight chance of drizzle this afternoon and breezy. Well, we've come to the end. I'm going to take a quick sigh here and say thank you for tuning in, and we will do it again tomorrow. We'll be here, and we hope you are too. And let's hope, Brad, uh, everything goes well for him at the dentist. And he'll be back tomorrow to tell us all about that. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. We'll see you tomorrow.